And welcome back to Arts on Fire. Again, Jason Sample in the studio with you. And as promised, we have a guest in the studio. Two guests, as a matter of fact. We have Andy Palermo and Barry Meyer. They've put together a program on YouTube entitled Cooking with the T-Rex Chef. It's a cooking show. Go figure. They're here to talk about it. And uh, two Jamestown guys uh, making themselves famous on YouTube and, of course, helping people learn how to cook along the way. Very exciting stuff. Um, First of all, Andy, Barry, thanks for talking with us today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thanks here. for having us. Actually, it's afternoon. Afternoon. Oh, it, it for Andy time, it's morning. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee's just kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we wanted to bring you in the studio and talk about this uh, cool new uh, show that you have put together. It's really um, sort of a, a passion project for you, Andy, right? You wanted to do a, sort of a cooking program for a while now. And we'll talk about the specifics of the show in a little bit and let people know where to find it and how they can check it out. But maybe a good place to start out with is a little bit about yourself. Um, Andy, you're a Jamestown native, right? I am. I'm born and raised. I went away for college, uh, several colleges, and I just decided kind of later in life what I wanted to do, and that was cook. And I last college I attended was Johnson & Wales in Denver, Colorado, and spent four years out there, and I missed home. And I got a phone call from a good friend of mine, Andrew Culver, saying, hey, you know, I got a spot for you back home if you want to come back. And I ended up working up at Olives in Mayville, went down to the Ironstone. I could list all the kitchens I've worked in, but, you know, we only have a short amount of time. But I've been around town. I've been around a lot of kitchens. And right now, where I'm at in my life, you know, 43, and the uh, the trials of working in a kitchen has kind of taken its toll. So I've taken a step back, and I'm in my pre-tirement, what I'm calling it. <laughs> so I'm I'm working in a deli right now, and I'm loving it. I work at Farm Fresh Foods right now, and where the show came out of that we're showcasing on Facebook right now is that I don't get really to make the dishes that I used to. I'm still having fun doing my job, don't get me wrong, but I wanted to go back to making some of those dishes, being creative, and having fun um, doing that. So... I'm at Farm Fresh Foods. I get out at 8 o'clock, which is really, really nice. Um, at 43, you, you you don't really miss the late nights. You've got to be a certain person to be in the food industry, getting out oh, at yeah. midnight. And then it's called clopening. You you, you close at night, cloping. and then you open <laughs> the next morning, and you put yourself through the ringer, basically. And it took its toll on me. So now I'm taking a little bit of a step back, and I'm relaxing. I'm having fun. Right on. Uh, and you're having fun putting the show together. And Barry, you help produce the show. You're sort of the uh, the AV expert, a uh, videographer. You've done a lot of different <laughs> projects in the community yeah. over the years. And this is something that uh, you wanted to help Andy out with. What, what was your motivation in um, doing a cooking show and helping Andy with it? Well, the uh, it all came about with the Kentucky Derby. That's where it all started. How many stories start that yeah. way? That I, I'm not a native of Jamestown. My wife is. So when we moved here, uh, shortly after we moved here, a friend, a mutual friend had a party, Kentucky Derby party. And that is when I first met Andy. Um, and when he heard that I was doing video, that I do video production, he immediately was like, I had, the, I had this great idea that I've been wanting to do for a long time. An original concept, if you remember, was that... Uh, he was going to have friends in his kitchen, and he was going to cook for them, and then you know, oh, that's right. I, talk I, about okay, it. Okay, yeah, this is several years. This is about yeah. six or seven years, right? Ago probably that we more than concept. that. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, probably seven, eight years, probably. But um, so then every t- 
time we got to a party, I didn't know him outside of uh, parties. (laughs) Any gathering, (laughs) we would start talking about these ideas. And then uh, finally last... um, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Last St. Patrick's Day, a year ago, St. Patrick's Day, at another party, we got together and talked and said, let's just stop yeah, talking we, we about this. We solidified it at that point. It's just, let's just yeah. do it. The timing was right. Timing really yeah. is everything for it. I mean, back then I was working in the kitchens at 60 hours, so 50 to 60 hours, so it really didn't make sense and it right. didn't have time you for it. burn out. Anyway, you make so many dishes and entrees throughout Absolutely. the course of a week or a shift. I mean, the last thing you want to do on your downtime is uh, put together a, a cooking show where you're making the same dish <laughs> right. or even a different dish. You know, right. the concept is people are like, oh, you know, you're, you work in a kitchen, you're a cook, you're a chef, you must go home and make a gourmet meal for yourself. And I'm like, I get PB&J when I go because right. I'm tired. Pop-tart cereal. Yeah, I'm bringing it's quick and easy to make. And now you've done food service back in college Certainly. when, when yeah. you were uh, at WVU. You're right. I, I, yeah, I worked in a couple of restaurants in the, yeah. in the kitchen, both as so, the uh, headline cook and also a sous chef. So, nice. so it, yeah. it, it, it takes its toll. And when you get home, you're... You're yeah, kind you want to you want to separate that for you. Mm-hmm. So timing. Well, first thing you want to do is drink heavily. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then maybe. Which There's is one of the reasons I got out of the food business is that it just really was my lifestyle. There's was a lot of truth to what Jason compatible said. with with uh, that type of uh, work. But yeah, you're right. You know, the last thing you want to do when you're cooking in the kitchen, uh, forty hours plus a week. Is, is is go home and make a, a gourmet. Now, don't get me wrong. I I do that on occasion. However. Um, for the most part, for the most part, but the time, like I said, timing is everything. So, you know, Barry's is married; he has children, so he has other responsibilities. So, yeah, when we first talked about it, it was before I had a camera. I we just uh, pretty much moved here, and I was doing a lot of freelance editing. So that was, you know, I had the editing equipment and doing that, but I didn't quite have a camera yet, and lighting stuff like that. So it was, you know, it was agreed that we put it on hold. And talk about it. And then since then, you know, I've got a camera. I've been producing um, other stuff around the area. I did that. Um, my dance vlog is haunted show from here that's on YouTube and also doing video production around the area. So then it just was the right time. And at, I think what triggered it was that at the party was uh, Gary Peters was at the party, too. Yes. And... So we're artist, like Gary Peters Jr. Yes, yes, and we're like we're getting animation from Gary Peters. Yes, so that, we went to him and talked to him. Yeah, with, one of the things that, w- that was in my head was like, what's like neat, catchy opening? And I'm like, first of all, I'm like, I want to use local. I want to use as local as possible. I want to use my friends because there's a, there's mm-hmm. a deep pool of talent to choose from in Jamestown. Yes, there is. And for some reason, the arts in this town are. It's, it, it runs deep. So I said, who am I going to get? You know, and I remember driving one day and I saw one of Gary Peters Jr.'s and his father's billboards or um, murals that they had done. I'm like, there it is right there. It's right. it's Gary. And we yeah. we approached him. So the anime, the opening to our um, our shows and our segments is the animation from Gary Peters yeah. Jr. And we also took the music from the, the audience. The yeah. audience, yeah. And what we want to do is we want our show to evolve. You know, we want to have fun with it. We're not looking, you know, going to Food Network or anything like that. However, well, it would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> we are looking for sponsors. We're shameless self-promoters. <laughs> we are looking for sponsors. But 
our our main goal is to promote promote local, local yeah go to local businesses spotlight them so when it evolves you know we want to have local music on our episodes mm-hmm. so people can identify oh i know i know who that is and so getting gary to do the animation at that party and agreeing was another way to solidify that we are now doing yes. this. And he's Since very, he agreed to do it, we had a third person right. in there. You can't have somebody we couldn't do all back that kind off. of work for you and then just kind of yeah. kick it to the side. Yeah, it was it was do or die yeah. at, at that point. Within, and, what, three weeks? Four? No. How long ago? <sighs> Within weeks, we were shooting, we were filming episodes oh, yeah, it at was, Andy's it place. It was a very short amount of time. And, and then after a while, we got the animation. Yeah. We continued doing it. And then finally this year... You know, a year after talking about it, we were posted our first video on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. and Facebook's actually been our way that we've launched it. And and I, you know, Barry does all the hard work. I'm just going to be honest with everyone listening right now. He does all the hard work. I just go up there and cook, and he <laughs> gives me the directions of. He's hey, the personality in do, front of the camera, do which this is again, the important part. Say for this me. again, but then he's back home. You know, putting it all together, making it look, oh, yeah. making it make sense. <laughs> uh, so good. Good idea. Yeah, so so everything is falling in its place with the help of with Barry, with Gary Peters Jr., with the audience giving yeah. us uh, part of one of their songs for the the opening, and we want everybody to have fun in the kitchen. Like I I get upset when people say I hate cooking. Oh, that's one of the most therapeutic things you can do. Is oh, yeah. Abs- you, you absolutely. Know, right. yeah. You don't look at it as a chore, but look no. at it as just a nice way to enjoy and, and feel gratified about yep. the work you've done and a tasty way of doing it, too. Put on some yeah. music. Have, if you know, if you're of age, have an adult beverage while you're cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the emphasis that we want to put out is, is have fun while you're doing this and promote local and uh, eat some good food. Talking with Andy Palermo and Barry Meyer about cooking with the T-Rex Chef program on YouTube and Facebook. It's YouTube and, face- and Facebook. Primarily right? Facebook now. Primarily Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. But it's uh, on both. Yeah. So I wanted to talk with you a little bit more about the uh, the process of cooking. And this is Arts on Fire Culinary Skills. It's an art. So we want to make sure that we talk a little bit about you know the ability to... Uh, to work on that art and hone your skill set in the kitchen. But before we do that, the name of the program, T-Rex. <laughs> All right. So for who those of you... the T-Rex chef? That's you, Andy. For and, those of you in the yeah. listening audience, yes, I am the T-Rex chef. But that came about... It was one of those days in the kitchen where, like, everything was a struggle. We're, we're getting destroyed. And in a kitchen, you have to keep your plates hot. So they were kept above the... It's called the window. And there's... Um, Heating, heating, element, yeah. heating elements. You got to open your visual imagination yes. so you can picture this. So and where tickets it came are from. tickets are rolling in. You know, everyone's just getting their butts kicked, and I'm reaching for these plates, and I'm failing miserably. <laughs> and my friend Ben, I'll mention my friend Ben, just calmly looks at me and he's like, "You look like a T Rex reaching for those." Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, he is not much taller than me. I'll, I'll point that out right now. <laughs> but in my mind, I instantly thought of how hilarious would a kitchen full of T-Rexes be because everything is modified for their shorter arms. <laughs> so I just love the, the T-Rex chef idea. Maybe that's just a catchy name uh, for it, but like that really stuck with me. He said, you look like a T-Rex nice reaching for it. So it was, it was a poignant moment that you know popped into the idea. It, it added to the idea of what I wanted to do. And that was the direction we gave Gary for the animation. Yeah. Imagine a T-Rex trying to prepare something in a 
a human sized kitchen. Right. Yeah. And, and Gary's so talented. Like, yeah. I just, I get jealous every time I see something that <laughs> I had trouble drawing stick figures. And Gary does these murals all over town and just a very talented person. And, and I captured I, the frustration. Yes, he did. And I said, don't be afraid to make the rendering of this chef kind of look like me. So, like, I, I, I in a proud way, I kind of say, handsome. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's kind of a handsome, uh, bald, handsome devil. Bald, bald chef that uh, T Rex chef that he put out. So thank you, Gary Peters Jr. If you're listening to this, wanted to ask about the production of the show. But before we do that, getting back to you know, arts on fire is uh, is cooking an art form. And obviously, you went to school for this, right? You did spend some time in culinary school to learn this trade. And to you, you take it very seriously. Um, but is it more of a job that you need? Is it a skill? Is it an art? I mean, why why are we talking about this? On Arts on Fire. I think the first thing it has to be is a passion. And I did, you know, I remember the moment that I decided to go to culinary school because I got fired from my job. (laughs) And and I went home, I went home and I did one of those, you know, lists things. And the first thing I wrote down was food. I'm like, I'm, I love food. I love making food. And I'd always been uh, passionate about it in college the other colleges I went to was making food for my my roommates. So it and it is an art form. And I look at some of my friends that that put things together. You know, I'll I'll name drop. You know, like my friend Ian Anderson, who's a extremely talented chef. Julie Shira, uh, another extremely Sherry Jafrida. These they put on the plate and they make it look like it's art. And you don't know. There's a reason that people take pictures and people get annoyed by it. But I'm like, you know what? People are impressed by it and they want people to see what they're having. So, yes, it is an art form and it does take a lot of discipline. I Uh, had a uh, chef tell me my training days back in college when I was working in one of the kitchens that uh, 70% of your appetite is visual. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't look visually appealing, no matter how hungry the person is, they might lose their appetite. So, first and foremost taste the flavor you want it to taste good but even more beyond that is make it look like they can't wait to eat it the the appeal yes of the uh of the meal purple. And so that's why people like to take pictures of the food because it right. is yeah you get so geared up when you see it come yeah, out you want to share it with you're your excited yeah. you're you know you're, and i think people that complain about pictures being are, are jealous i think you're I right think it's more of a jealousy <laughs> issue that they don't get to eat it right. and you are and why is this person sharing what a wonderful looking dish this is and on their uh, social media yeah. account I'm sure sometimes it's hard for the servers if they're trying to clear yeah. a plate or, or, or whatever. Are you so guys done yet? I get that. But they're just they're excited. And like you said, mm-hmm. it is an art and it has to be visually appealing. You know, purple rarely arrives on a plate unless it's like a purple mashed potato. You don't, you don't really want to dye anything purple to put on a plate. You know, use threes. Uh, like if you can do potatoes, three potatoes or five. Don't use even numbers. So it's there's, hmm. a, there's a lot that does go into it and so there's mathematics too. there is some mathematics oh. to it um but culinary school mathematics on fire culinary school was <laughs> another show we'll that's, be doing that show sorry, that's next yeah. sorry. let's not get ahead of ourselves sorry. um it's tomorrow but but culinary school was something that it, it was a big decision and if you're going to go into it um if anybody listening out there is thinking about going into culinary before you go to school go work in a restaurant and wash dishes and I'm being completely oh, yeah. serious. Go wash dishes because the normal way of the trade works 
is if you know you're doing well as a dishwasher they usually say hey we're getting our butts kicked we need you to prep some salad um do this do that obviously you're washing your hands i know some people are like, um but that's usually the way it is but if you are thinking about going to culinary school or getting into it go volunteer at a restaurant and wash dishes first can't think of how many people i've known that were dishwashers yeah. end up being chefs and good ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? That have gone off to culinary school. I got a friend from Jamestown who now lives in New Orleans who's uh, doing his chef thing down there. We used to call him Slice. Because he always <laughs> cut his fingers. He forgot to look in the sink for the knives. Like, this kid can't be going anywhere. Slice. Slicey, buddy. You're killing me with yeah. all the times you're cutting your fingers on these <laughs> knives. In the di- but he was a dishwasher, and now he's a, he's a pretty well-respected, uh, notable uh, chef down, awesome. down south. So. And that does, I mean, yeah. that, that's not an uncommon story of, of right. how it does start, is that you, you get your start in the, in the kitchen in the back, tucked away mm-hmm. as the dishwasher, and right. you, you observe a lot. And then you get the call up. I, you they get had the, the co- same experience yeah, too. Yeah, washing dishes, and then they needed someone to do help with uh, making sandwiches for the lunch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you and you have to respect the dishwasher too. Like th- it, it's it's not an easy job. No, because on a busy night, you think, oh, there's there's five people back there washing dishes. It's there's not. There's yeah. usually <laughs> one, one guy, guy one guy, big machine yeah. who's who might Lots be swearing and usually looks like Rambo, right? I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> Like just drenched. It's, it's a, gr- it's a like gristle. It's a grueling, hard. <laughs> yeah. It's right. Tucked back in a corner somewhere with all that humidity, especially on a hot summer night. He yep. might have like one fan blowing on him, and it's <laughs> like he's in the sweltering jungles, and he's getting it done. And, yeah. and, 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 and he takes no prisoners. And yeah. Don't look in the wrong way because it yeah. looks like kind of like a John Hughes movie, like a character right. from a John yeah. Hughes yeah. movie. Well, you, you would expect a, yeah. a dishwasher look. Right. And they usually do look like that. I, I mean. The only thing I'll, I'll share anecdotally is you say that you all got to respect the dishwasher but unfortunately a lot of the places we well it was busy yeah but one of the things you do on your downtime yeah. if it was slow um was play some jokes at the dishwasher's expense <laughs> <laughs> i won't say what i don't want to give anybody ideas but every once in a while if there was yeah. a, a gag to be played or a joke to be done it was usually the poor hapless dishwasher yep. Yep. Or, or the person who never had done that what uh we asked them to get the left-handed spatulas yeah uh a bucket of steam but yeah, uh, what's the uh, the fan the the uh, anti gravity fan or something? It was the, the reverse fan or something? Exhaust fan? I don't remember no. that one. I I know I've asked I've heard uh, dishwasher to rotate the ice in the ice machine. Oh my gosh! We would uh, <laughs> drain the coffee pot that had the automatic hot water that always pumped into the coffee from right. a, from a hot water yeah. line. So, but we had a dishwasher. That was like a the Pavlovian response is when you were busy and you shouted dishwasher, they would come running to help you out. Dishwasher, I need a lug of wings if you're working in the restaurant with yeah. chicken wings. Dishwasher, give me another uh, five-pound bin of cheese. Dishwasher. And every time you shouted, within four seconds, they'd be there. So we would, right. we would sometimes just shout dishwasher, and they'd come running, and we'd say, back scratch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've got this area in the middle of my back I can't quite nice. reach. And <laughs> That's when they, you hopefully don't have the knives in their hand. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> uh, we're talking with uh, Andy Palermo and uh, Barry Meyer talking about the uh, kitchen, but more importantly, Cooking with the T-Rex Chef, a uh, program that you can find on Facebook. Andy is the host. Barry is the producer. Together they put this program together on a somewhat regular basis, weekly basis, every uh, couple of weeks. How, how often do we Yeah, we'll, we'll do a spurt of um, recordings and then... Uh, what we've been trying to do is put out a week, uh, an episode a week since we started. So we're on. Yeah, this will be the fifth episode coming up this weekend. Yeah, and one of, one of the coolest things that's happened 
for me anyway, through all of this, is a friend of mine, her daughter has been making every recipe I've done. Oh, nice. And that's like the, that was like the biggest compliment. Are they easy to make? Yeah. yeah Relatively, yeah. 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 I mean, she's nine years old, and she's doing it, and she's following to the T. And nice. unfortunately, yeah. this last couple of weeks, I haven't been feeling well. We, Quinn, if you're listening, we're, you know we're going to have you on the show, and she's a, a very talented young chef. She has photos. Her mom has pictures up. Yeah, and, and we've linked to them. We, on, yeah, we've on linked the them on Facebook a, page. On, a, on the Facebook page and documenting her her work. Yeah, so, but you're not exactly making filet mignon with marinated zucchini sauce. No. no well, no. if he does, he it, does it in a way that. You know, he explains it easily. Well, right. we've done some Yeah, how, how challenging are dishes. the dishes that, that you'll prepare? Because obviously you want this to be educational, let people know how yeah. things work in the kitchen, what foods work with one another, but you also want to make, make it something that the layman can do. You don't need to be a, a Well, chef, the last right? one you did was yeah. sockeye salmon with champagne risotto. Yeah. So Sounds like fancy, but... That, that, was, that was neat because I, I got... Um, directed to Virgin Bay Seafood Company. I ordered the, all this seafood. Uh, my cousin had had directed me to that. So I got all the seafood. We did sockeye salmon. Well, that's, it's also available locally. Mm. But yeah, you're right. I don't, I didn't want it to be a, necessarily a how-to and, and step-by-step. I wanted it to be like, just see what I'm doing. If, you know, Barry puts up a recipe, follow it your way. Change it. You know, if you're not happy with an ingredient in there, change it up. Like that's, I heard a yeah, quote. Yeah, it's not a pat yeah. recipe. It's like a teaspoon of this or anything. Oh, yeah. He walks it through and then encourages you to make choices if you want to do. Substitutions. Like with the with the fish, you know, you, you talked about you can have, instead of sockeye salmon, you can have another fish. But Ex- you, exactly. you do this, yeah. you know. And so it's not a set recipe which is good yeah and there, people are allowed to vary it yeah and i do give some tips and advice um in there but it's not heavily don't grab hot pots yeah well i'm still learning that um but it's not heavily instructional it's it's don't set your cameraman on fire <laughs> I'm, i told you i was sorry we talked about that how often do you have to make a single dish for you to get enough footage to make it work? Is it really just uh, one and done, or do you have to go a couple of times through the no, process? No, it's usually one and done. Yeah, we're not yeah. budgeted for anything higher yeah. than that. So, you know, we, we, we... And also, well, speaking of the sockeye salmon, you go with your mistakes, too. Yeah, I over... Like he overcooked the uh, the salmon a little bit. For me, it would look perfect. You know, nice right. And, I, and skin, I, didn't, but I didn't hide it, and I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't hide it, so, you know... That happens. So that's, it wasn't a terrible mistake, but there are mistakes made, and you work with them. Yeah, and we, you know, we did it. We didn't do it over. Yeah, we didn't do. We any, could have easily done it over, but you know, that's yeah. I think that's, that's not really the point of the show. It's you and your kitchen deal with it. And we give you kind of a glimpse of what happens a little bit behind the scenes. It's it's you know the real life when you're cooking, you're gonna mess up. Mm-hmm. I learn more from my mistakes than you do my successes. So. Uh, Leaving it in was very important to me. I think, you know, he's like, you want to redo it? And I'm like, nope, let's just, let's go. Because out there, someone's going to, has messed up on cooking, and that happens. So the point is, have fun when you're cooking. I, I, again, I, it annoys me when people are like, I'm afraid of cooking. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm afraid of applied mathematics and advanced <laughs> physics. That's what I'm afraid of. So right. don't That's be afraid a- of cooking. You need food to live. So, And know. it's affordable. If you, if you become a... 
a good chef. You can make anything you want at a much reduced rate. Not to say you shouldn't go out and support your local businesses and restaurants, but if you do that every day, it takes a hit in your pocketbook. And if you can uh, find a way to make enjoyable meals at home once in a while, it comes a lot more affordable and enjoyable and gratifying, too, once you make the food and then you get to eat it afterward. Absolutely. Good way to entertain friends, too. Yes, and I I work at Farm Fresh, and... I look at my shelves. And Love I, the donuts, and, by the way. <laughs> I have nothing to do with them other than trying to eat them. But I and look, at, I look at our shelves, and I'm like, "This is affordable. I can use this. This is, this is cost effective. We can use this." So that's one of the other things that. Um, Which is another element we're going to introduce to the show. Yeah, where Andy's, you know, doing some shopping and and talking about just that. Letting he talks about it from the kitchen quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, we figured we'll bring that element into the show where he does some local shopping and talking about how you can be cost effective, how you mm-hmm. don't have to to you know spend a lot of money to make these cool dishes. Cooking yeah. Network had that program, Ready Set Cook. Is right. that what it was? I remember when, that yep. when they would give you a budget, they'd say, well, yes. "We want you to make a yeah. chicken dish. Here's fifteen dollars. Go yes. to the supermarket and." Buy anything you want for $15 or less using chicken. A great concept, and it, it, yeah. it's it's underappreciated, I think, to to me. I mean, I don't have children. I don't have a, a huge family. So these folks that do have, you know, several children, I think one's expensive, but imagine having five or six, so you got to sure. cook on a, on a certain budget. So that's one of the emphases we have, and a lot of it is use local. Well, that's what Quinn is doing, too. She's, yeah, she's making a meal for the family. Yeah, she's... Based on what you're doing. I'm sure her parents seem to work. Yes. Yeah, really. We got to relax. Anything that you like cooking more than other? What's your your favorite dish to make for yourself? And is it also the same favorite dish to make for friends? I I mean, I'm I'm Italian, Sicilian, so I I do do gravitate towards an Italian uh, dish. My thing is more of the family style. It's not necessarily what I'm cooking. It's who I'm eating with and how we're eating. Let's let's not everyone have a plate. Let's everyone have a plate and then take off of this dish. So it's not necessarily what um, I'm cooking, which is usually pasta or something along that line sure. that is an Italian-based. But it's the – like I love family-style kitchens or, or restaurants. I, I think that's – to me, that's just the way to go. You meet more people – that way and uh community tables too i know i went to in denver there was a restaurant i can't remember the name right now but you sat with whoever you sat with wherever there was a spot and at first it kind of freaked me out a little bit but (laughs) it's not necessarily what i'm cooking it's like who i'm cooking for so but but italian Italian food how many different meats do you have to have in a sauce to make it a true italian gravy (laughs) Well, you know, I've heard everything from uh, just uh, three I, basics to you got to put a, an egg in there sometimes too, a boiled egg, hard boiled egg. You know, I like that. Okay. I like that you said gravy. And when I first moved to, to Bloomington, Indiana, I actually moved in with four people I'd never met before. And about two weeks in, three weeks, and I was like, I'm going to make sauce. Called my dad, got the recipe, boiled up some eggs, made some meatballs, some sausage, and. <laughs> One of my roommates made the comment, like under her breath, but I heard she's like, "This is the weirdest looking meatball I've ever seen. It's white." And I was like, "Well, I guess she didn't know, but it, she didn't realize it was an egg at that point." But usually, <laughs> you, you know, usually you get some, you get some sausage in there, you get some country pork spare ribs in there, and my my dad's mom used to put steak in there. I think she used to use sirloin, um, nice. just fried up. So, 
but you gotta you gotta let it uh, cook. That's what you did in the uh, the goulash. Right? Yeah, you that's gotta, right. You had been doing it all wrong all these years. You, you just you, you gotta, gotta watch your show. There you go. There, there you go, Jason. <laughs> we can help you out. Cooking you, with the T Rex Chef on Facebook. You've got your own Facebook page. Yeah. We do. It's just it's just that cooking with the T Rex Chef on Facebook and on on YouTube. On yeah, YouTube is same well. same title. Right on. Well, I hope you feel better soon, Andy. Thanks for coming in and talking with us here because that way you can get a new show on. In the meantime, all the other shows are archived, so plenty of uh, programming to watch. Uh, Do you ever bring in guests once in a while, or is that something you plan on doing? That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan we're going to have. That was our plan is to – Quinn was going to be our first guest, but that is the plan um, is to do that and spot Some local local. people. Yeah, absolutely. Can we mention names? Yeah. Put them on the spot? Yeah. Uh, One of them – Who's interested is Adam Owens. Adam, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, he'd Adam, be a lot of fun. Ad, yeah. Oh yeah, Adam, Adam Owens, it. a good friend of mine, Jamie Bell. Yeah, uh, talked to Len and, Berry. Yeah, Andrew Culver. I don't know if he knows this yet, but if he's listening to this, Andrew, I, I want you on the show. So <laughs> that'd be a great juxtaposition of you and Len in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have a, we have an we idea. Have with whole, that. We have a whole skit worked out. Len's yeah. just a little bit taller than I am. Just right, a, a couple inches by a body length. We could put him on a stool and he'll leave. Yeah, go. yeah. We have an idea. He's taller than everybody. Though, he so is. Yeah. He taller is. in the world. Good, good the, friend. The Chewbacca of Jamestown. <laughs> good friend to know if you need something off the top shelf. Sure. Well, right. Tell yes. you what. True. I, I think all my questions are satisfied. Anything else you guys want to uh, add? I want to thank you for coming in. I guess I'll just add that it's it's great to talk with you all and talk about food. Oftentimes we focus on music or even uh, theater, and visual arts, but culinary is a if an art form and a good one at that and. And uh, my favorite, as a matter of fact. So yeah, nice, I mean, nice. I I love to eat, I love to cook, and and Jason, thank you for having us on, and yeah. we want to emphasize the lo- local local yeah. local local aspect of it. If someone in California happens to watch the Facebook page, go shop local. You yeah, know, those those big chains they're good for certain reasons, but shop that local merchant, and that's what we're really going to try and emphasize even more so as the show evolves and. Right. You know, maybe we pick up some sponsors to help us out with a budget. The um, intention is to promote, to use local products and yes. to promote them. We've we've been around the blocks a few times. We've yeah. had, you know, Labyrinth Coffee. We promote that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have Southern Tier Beer on this one and a mm-hmm. couple, two, three more episodes. Yeah. We usually, we, we get Labyrinth Coffee usually yeah. when we're. That's our fuel. For yeah, that. that's our fuel for oh, the yeah. episodes. So we'll give a, a, a nice shout out to them because they make a really good cup of joe. And then local cold. talent too. We, we're yeah. going to start putting, well, we have the audience mm-hmm. and we want to do segments that have music from, from local, local artists, local artists yeah. playing under and promoting them. So, so nice. yeah, we're, we're really trying to go local. Yeah. Getting everyone involved and, and excited. Sounds exciting. Best cooking show in Jamestown since Peachy and Elaine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was on that show twice. Twice. <laughs> twice. He's got. See, he's yeah. got experience. Yeah. He, they he had bestowed you with the golden ladle, and now they, you they, are the chef did. of Jamestown. I, I have that cookbook somewhere. Like it's, We've it's, been it's, talking about doing a tribute episode because yeah. I have the cookbook, too, yeah. autographed. Yeah. Um, I've got to find mine. I, I, it's somewhere. We want... we. He wants to do some recipes from it. So. Yeah, I think it would be hilarious. Because, I mean, I watched it. I watched it yeah. all the time, and they were hilarious. Um, they played off each other great. So, <laughs> There's no wrong way to cook, and there's no wrong way to eat. Just exactly. do it and enjoy it, and Andy's going to help you out along the way if you need a hand. Cooking sure. with a T-Rex chef on Facebook. 
hosted by Andy Palermo, produced by Barry Meyer. Gangs, thanks so much for talking with us today on Arts on Fire. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason.